0: Let's talk about income because there's this very viral video. Are all Singaporeans rich? And this lady said that we need at least 7500 to live comfortably in Singapore without any worries, but it's actually this other lady who took all the headlines. She suggests that we'll probably need $20,000 to $30,000 per month to live comfortably without any worries. So who's right? How much income is enough? And what exactly is high income? Today we have this discussion. Hi guys, welcome back. Without further ado, let's start by addressing what exactly is median income. Median income is the one that usually gets into the headlines because if we see in terms of median household income, that number stands at $10,099. But that again is household income, and most families actually have dual income, which also results in the average median income to be around the $5,000 mark. Median income, again, is not average income because median is the 50th percentile. Average is when we divide everything equally among the entire population and the number can get skewed by high income earners, which we will talk on towards the end of this whole discussion. So if we see in terms of the monthly household income data, it is easy to confirm that around $10,000 is the median income. And from this, we can try to unravel how much income exactly is enough. The first observation that we can make is household income is widely distributed. There are some families with less than $5,000 household income. There are some families with more than 20,000 household income, and there's a wide distribution around the middle, which is eight, nine, ten, eleven thousand dollars per month for household income. The second thing that we can observe is that factually there are low income families to be exact. The bottom 25% make less than $5,000 per month in household income. I would guess also in this lower 25%, there are actually more single income families than not with a single sole break winner, $5,000 and less. If both are working, it's actually quite easy to breach $5,000, which I think is not always the case in this lower 25% category. I'd like to take this chance to leave some suggestions on what to do for families in this lower income range to play the game of wealth a bit better. The first problem is that in this income range, credit cards may not be accessible. Do know again, credit cards require a minimum of 30,000 annual income, which breaks down to be $2,500 per month. And credit cards, if you use it correctly, are a very powerful source of getting rebates. There are cashback cards, there are miles cards, and some merchants actually tie up with credit cards to give discounts outright. The most obvious is actually in petrol. I have a secondary school friend who is a hawker and he doesn't actually have a credit card. And I've actually been with him to a petrol pump and I saw him paying in cash. I cringed at it because using the right credit card, we have easily gotten 10% off that petrol bill, which easily equates to $10 saving each pump. So again, getting credit cards and using them accurately would definitely help to eke out some savings here and there. The second tip to take note is about getting loans. Loans are always based on a personal income. And if you're looking by HDB Fed, there's this thing called the HLE, Housing Loan Eligibility. To calculate the housing low eligibility, there's actually a shortcut that I've discovered, which is about 60 times your monthly income, which means if your monthly income is $2,500, your housing loan eligibility will be 60 times at least, which works out to be about $150,000. Know the limit you can borrow so you don't overstretch, but more importantly, know the grants that you are entitled to. For families in low 25% household income, government has actually created a lot of grants, especially the enhanced housing grant. This grant itself can be up to $80,000. If you're single on the other hand, do know also Enhanced Housing Grant applies. This amount can work up to $40,000. So you know how to use these grants to get your first HDB because what I'm clearly suggesting is properties, especially when you buy a grant, is a good way to compound your wealth. It can even allow you to build passive income. I have this previous tutorial. If I was single, how to build passive income for financial freedom. Check that video out because that uses the idea of if you rent out a room which can easily bring in a thousand dollars per month, your life will definitely change for the better. The third observation when we look back of this distribution of household income is that we realize that 16% of households earn more than $20,000 per month. And if we group the higher 25%, that figure works to be 15000 per month household income to be the higher 25%. And I know what you're thinking. How can that be? You were expecting a much bigger amount, correct? Because nowadays we hear that fresh grads are making median income of $4,000 quite easily for many disciplines. IT grads are even making 5625 on a median gross monthly salary. And that again is median gross, which clearly means that the more outstanding ones are getting seven, dollars $8,000 as fresh graduates with an annual income of $120,000 easily. When we go to forums, we see stories of people earning also high income numbers. So how can that top 25% just be $15,000 per month household income? If you also share the suspicion, I'll explain it to you. And before I get that, Let me smash the like button because it's taken our team hours to prepare this presentation for you and smash our subscribe especially if you like content like this that helps you explain on finances and gives you some insights on the financial world around you to explain it I think the first thing that needs to be highlighted is that you need to understand that the circle of friends shape you you know we all grew up with our secondary school friends our university friends with our secondary school friends and for guys our army friends a lot of our peers are in our same age group and as we progress in career we would see how they are doing also, And that's why it's important to draw up this median monthly salary based on age group. If you are like me in the 35 to 39 category, do note the median income discovered in 2022 is actually $6,825 per month, not the national median of $5,000 per month. And that's why you may be thinking everyone around you seems to be making above that national median income there is some sampling biases because of the circle of friends around you. If we dive a bit deeper based on age group and based on gender, you would realize that the average guy from 35 to 39 is drawing $7,020. From 40 to 44, it becomes $7,605. The median number now becomes bigger. And from this summary table, it's quite easy to say that from the age of 35 to 50, that is where most people actually make their monies. So it's a reminder again that the national median average takes care of all age groups, which includes those who are fresh graduates as well as those who are in the tail end of their careers. Which leads to the first point to remember. How much you feel is enough depends really on your age or your life stage. Ask a 60 year old and you'll hear a different answer. Ask a 24 year old and you'll also get a different answer. It's common to expect more when you're in your prime 35 to 50 may drop over time when you become closer to retirement. Now, let's drill a bit deeper. We can actually see data based on education also. Over here, the summary table breaks down for different qualifications. And that's why our parents always say you must try your best in your school days because this data supports that when you are more qualified from an education point of view, it's easier to draw higher income. Let's zoom in on degree holders from age 35 to 39. What we realize now is that the median is even higher than before at 7,736 from 40 to 44 that number is 8,664 and for 45 to 49 for degree holders that is more than double someone who is a diploma holder from the age of 45 to 49 who is drawing a median income of 4,704 dollars and again the definition of median is the 50th percentile for those of you who are viewing this in the age group of 45 to 49 You can already guess that the top ten percentile are in senior management and they're easily doing twenty thousand dollars per month, which equates to an annual salary of more than three hundred thousand dollars. The saying is true. We are all the average of the five closest to us, which leads to the second point. How much you feel is enough depends on your inner circle. If your inner circle is doing well, it's likely that you are doing well. And it's also likely that your expectations are very high. Everyone that you observe around you are doing well and you most likely look up to those who are doing even better. That's why it's easy to skew that number on how much you feel you need to be even higher than before. Stay tuned right to the very end because I'd like to share a personal message with you. But let's answer the next question, which is what exactly is high income? If we bring back that distribution of monthly household income, 16.01% draw 20,000 and above. And why is it so weird? everything lumped together as 20000 and above household income. It's not defined, correct? Let me shed some light on it because I work as a financial advisor and I can see on the ground different walks of life. Smash the like button in advance also because you do know I have the goods to share with you. Very seldom discuss, very seldom mentioned things about our financial world. Our friends and parents may think that talking about income is a taboo subject, maybe even HR, and we don't have the courage and the depth to talk about it holistically. I'd like to make a first guess. For this category, for twenty to thirty thousand per month household income, my guess is about ten percent of the working population. You would see very commonly both are doctors, or one is a lawyer, one is a doctor, or families where one is a pilot, or one of them is in big tech. These occupations clearly pay above the median income, and they are usually among the highest tiers. You will also find a profile where both are in corporate, doing very well in middle management, and typically the couples are not even at age of forty yet. That explains such articles. We make $28,000 per month and own a Forum HDB. Should we buy a new launch or rent near our favorite school, Henry Park? Some naysayers would definitely jump. Oh, you are making so much money and staying in a Forum HDB. But that's them being frugal and that's them having a skill set that allows them to earn high income. They are genuinely asking questions about the next stage of life. Let's move on to the next category, which is 30 000 to 50,000 per month in household income. Typically, couples in these households are forties and above already. And the combined annual household income will be 500000 to $1 million easily. I will guess that the distribution is about 5%. It's likely a dual income family whereby both are right now in senior management or senior in their profession, such as a doctor, lawyer or dentist. The individual tax bills are easily $100,000. And if you haven't heard that before, that is mind blowing. That's really more than annual household income for some families. Then once we get to the scale of more than 50,000 per month household income, that data will get stretched already. And what we can back guess is that 1.2% of the population is in that category. How do you actually guess that? Because when government did a revision of income taxes whereby those earning 500,000 above are impacted, they mentioned specifically that 1.2% of people are affected. 500,000 above, that means $35,000 per month income. And in this category, the distribution starts to get a bit sparse. That's why it's all lumped together. The variance in pay is huge based on industry and in bonuses. Looking at CEO's pay is a good way to understand it. This over here is Yang Zhejiang CEO, who is quite possibly the most underpaid. He's only compensated $78,000 annually. But what about our bank CEOs? You realize that most of them are earning more than $10 million per year. The average CEO pay for Singapore listed firms are around $3 million. And we do know that our ministers have a calculation whereby some of them are making more than $1.1 million. And hearing all these numbers, hopefully it expands the horizon of how to understand pay. But let's summarize things again as to how much income is enough. To reiterate the first point, it depends on your age group. Second, it depends on your circle of friends. National median income per person of $5,000 may not reflect your expectations. But on the other hand, it may be more than what you really need. Then what is high income? Twenty dollars to $30,000 per month? That's probably correct. Having that amount will allow family to live comfortably. But to think that families in this category have no risk, that may not always be the case actually not even for 30 to 50,000 and not even for any amounts above that. There are a few things to note. Overcommitment risks will always be there regardless of income. That's why there are wealthy athletes that go broke. Egos will always be there. Insecurities will always be there. And a classic example is our golden boy, Joseph Schooling. He's definitely fitter than most of us. He's our golden boy, but insecurities probably still plague him. So putting all the numbers down for today, maybe deep down, if you feel secure about yourself, Deep down, you really feel you don't have too much financial worries. Maybe you are already truly the top 10% of all of us. With that, i sign from today's discussion. If you like this, smash the like button as always, and I'll see you next one. Take care as always. Goodbye.